0: Klaatu, Miranda, <laughs>
1: Just another movie night.
2: Hello and welcome to the show. I am Scott and with me is my love, Joe.
0: Hi.
2: (laughs) Hi, Joe. Hi, Scotty. This is Before and After Reviews where we go see a brand new movie and we uh, discuss the uh, before and after thoughts about it. Give you a little spoiler-free review. And tonight we are seeing Evil Dead Rise. Groovy. Uh, Who did you say directed this?
0: Lee Cronin.
2: Hume, Hume Cronin? <laughs> the actor from, I believe, Cocoon? Better Is Not Included in Cocoon. Who's
0: 178 years old. <laughs> not that guy. Lee Cronin, he, he directed, directed The Hole in the Ground.
2: Yeah, see, the good thing about that is uh, this is a movie that actually had really good mm-hmm. directing. And uh, it had a really great, well-done vibe about it. It wasn't the best movie, but it had a lot of stuff going for it. And I hope that kind of transfers here to this movie tonight. Yeah. Uh, especially because it really did have... I, as I recall with that movie, I had a great score, really good directing, and the right kind of vibe for a horror movie. And I remember all of that being great. And so if that's the director and that's going to be the 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 movie Runner, then it should be, you know, maybe good. So, okay, so this is, what is this, like, the fourth Evil Dead film now?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, You have, well, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Yeah, there was a remake. Yeah. There was a remake.
2: Which was very good. So how do you feel about the franchise as a whole? Like, uh, your favorites and stuff like that? What's uh, How do you feel about it? Uh, also the T V show we forgot to mention. That's too.
0: right. Um well I, I am I guess I'm a little nostalgic for the Bruce Campbell, you know, everything Bruce Campbell. I love him. We we do. We both love him.
2: Hail to the king, baby.
0: So I'm kinda nostalgic for that. I, I think that um those movies are <clears throat> excuse me, those movies are perfectly corny and um just hilarious, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm going into this not thinking about Bruce Campbell movies at all. I'm trying not to because I don't get that vibe from the trailer. They can't be touched. They can't be. Well, touched.
2: here's the thing. like, So Evil Dead 1 has a tone. It's a, a horror movie made on a low budget, and it is a horror movie. But they came back and they had to make another one they call 2. Mm-hmm. Although the reason they made it was because they were trying to recapture the rights to it. So they remade their own movie, which is kind of insane. But uh, I love that they did it. And the best part about that is they went full comedy. Yes. They made a horror comedy. And I I think there's nothing smarter that when you go and do your own movie again, you kind of go, you know what? Let's embrace the cheese. And it's great. And Army of Darkness might not be as great as 1 and 2. But it's pretty damn fun. But what I, the reason I bring all that up, though, is that part, the remake, I should say, the remake kind of captures part one, going for the gore, the horror, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: really doubling down on that creepy vibe, and I think they knocked it out of the park without needing Bruce Campbell or that cheese, and they, they kind of embraced all of it. It's a little, it's got a little silly in the blood, but they really nailed that vibe of that first movie, and what I'm interested in here is I think again they're going to do the same type of thing. They're going to go for that creepy vibe instead of that silly vibe. We're also kind of embracing a little bit of the cheese but yeah. also going full horror.
0: Well, here's the thing. The originals um with Bruce Campbell, I feel like they're so I I think they're just held in in such like a cult status. Like they're, you know, so like I when I'm thinking about the evil dead movies I don't I don't feel horror anymore I guess because I've seen them so many times I think just schlocky like comedy horror like you know it's just jokey
1: at You this think point. so? Really?
0: And I don't I feel like this movie is going to go for straight on Skeeve.
2: Yeah which like, is yeah
0: I don't think it's going to be I think there might be some, you know, comedic elements in this one, but I don't think it's going to be at all like the original Evil Dead in Army of Darkness.
1: Yeah. I don't well, think they're going to
0: have any of those elements. I think it might, it's it's going to go full on skeevy. Like yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, I think that with the remake, they did that as well. They were like, you know what? Well, let's embrace the first one and mm-hmm. do the scares. And the. if you remember that first movie, um, the things that they did there are kind of shocking. They have a tree, sexually molest a woman, yeah. uh, rape a woman. And it is insane. And it is horrifying. It is. And and the second one kind of went away from that and did just balls to the wall. Comedy, slapstick, with the, the horror. And uh, it still has great moments that are freaky, like uh, what's-her-face-in-the-cellar.
0: Oh, for sure. And I mean, so there's yeah. stuff
2: like that. But uh, I love that the... Ash vs. the Evil Dead, the TV show, kind of embraced that second movie, in Army of Darkness, whereas the remake and this, I would think, are going, to, are going straight for that first movie and going, like, let's go back to that. This is a creepy idea. I, I'm a little shocked about it once again doing another remake and then finding a new way to do it. Yeah. I think this time they're going... They, there's scenes in the trailer that look like they're at a cabin. And then there's scenes that seemed to primarily be in this building, an uh, apartment building.
0: Yeah, that's true. It, it does look like it's an apartment building. It doesn't look like at all a cabin. I mean, that's not what I got when I saw this. There movie. is
2: a cabin segment in the commercials. Okay. There's a, they show um, a lake and a woman coming out of a lake. And then they show um, the person find the cassette
1: mm-hmm. and I think the book Okay.
2: and it, whatever happens from there comes to this building. But uh, what's really interesting is I think this movie was originally called Evil Dead High Rise and it was supposed to be, uh, like just a, in
0: an apartment building, uh,
2: apartment building High Rise. <laughs> and what I really, the first thought I had was, oh man, are they going to mix Evil Dead with Demons? The movie series Demons, which yeah. is about a, the, well, one of them is a movie theater, but the second one was a High Rise. Yeah. It was also right. an apartment building and uh, i i really love those movies they're they're kind of doing evil dead in their own italian way and it's kind of great yeah and i, I kind of saw th- <laughs> i saw this trailer and i heard evil dead high rise originally and i was like holy crap i wonder if they're going to go and do demons but call it evil dead and that could be really really interesting to mix the two concepts because let's face facts demons is kind of evil dead
0: Oh, it for sure has yeah. those elements. Yeah. I wonder
2: if uh the guys from Evil Dead saw demons and were like, let's do our own version of that.
0: Well, which one came out first? That's good. It had to be demons. That's good trivia. Um Yeah, so oh, I think that uh well I read the little synopsis of this movie, and you're right, it is in a cabin. Um they move from the cabin to the big city.
2: Oh, I thought so I thought if I had a guess, right? If I had a guess what this movie was going to be I was going to guess that someone took the book from the cabin and hid it somewhere in the house, in the apartment building,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then they accidentally find it, this family. That's how I took it, but we'll have to see. I don't know if that's true. That was just my guess or my assumption.
0: Okay, so Evil Dead came out first. Really? It was in 1981. Evil Dead 2 came out in 1987, but Demons came out in 1985, so right there wow. in the middle... Of the two. That, so
2: yeah. That, uh, wow. It, Sam, like a, Sam Raimi got there first. Well, it was wow. <laughs>
0: wow,
2: I cannot believe that. That's uh, really interesting.
0: hmm So, um a one a, another thing that um we talk about like Evil Evil Dead one and two and Army of Darkness is that I think that um Sam Raimi started out wanting to do horror, hmm but because he loved torturing his main star.
2: Yes, I've read many books so almost.
0: bad that he just, it kind of just turned into a comedic thing. And also you know he, his actors like um, I think it was the actress who played Linda. I think, she just kept laughing you know <laughs> yeah and uh, it just turned into something else. I think um, this this film is trying is trying to go the opposite direction of that. I think it's it's called Evil Dead Rise because the Necronomicon has everything to do with it. But, I mean, that's just my guess. But um, I don't think it's going to be at all, like, <laughs> you know? I think well, it's going to be terrifying.
2: Well, I guess that should uh, segue into what uh, we're going to try to start doing on these before and afters, which is... Um, Best case scenario, worst case scenario on the movie we're about to see. So let's start off with best case scenario, because I think it ties into what you were just saying with uh, it not having that.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think that's going to tie into what my worst case scenario is. But let's say let's do best case scenario first. Let's say what do you what are you hoping for out of this movie?
0: Um, What I'm hoping for is because there's kids involved. I feel like, um, you know, kids are creepy as hell. And movies and horror have movies. Like kid I'm hoping for that. I am. I, I. kind of. Uh. I don't want it to be just the one woman in like in the trailer. So I'm hoping for the like the best case scenario would be that the kids or one or two of the kids turn, but uh, you know it has to. And also I would also like if one of the the smaller kids was actually the hero. You know he was able to close the book. You know, and do the whole. Uh, chant and all that you know like i want the one of the little kids to actually be the hero instead of the annoying you know victim that that's the best case scenario for me and i wanted there to be carnage i want there to be i want it to be just like. it seems like there's no end of that oh yeah like skin crawly best case scenario would be that nobody returns to normal at the end of this movie that's my opinion.
2: So you you don't want anybody to survive, but you just said that you wanted the kid
0: to... One no just one of the kids or one, maybe two of the kids to make it through. I I mean, it looks like there's about four of them in the Really? Trailer? Okay, I couldn't um, tell. Yeah. But like I don't want it to be a happy ending. So, you know, I want somebody to come out of this with like, "Oh, shit," you know? Cuz I mean, Bruce Campbell didn't really have a happy ending. <laughs>
2: No. I mean, and if you go by Evil Dead, uh, Ash vs. By- Evil Dead, he's still, you know, he went through time. Yeah. After, if you
0: go by Evil like he Dead, stand Army of Darkness. Yeah. You're going to have, like, Bruce Campbell's, like, tumbling around. <laughs> I I would like it if it was something like that, you know? Because if this movie's good at best case scenario, would like it to continue on, you know? The guys
2: who worked on the original Evil Dead would call it a shemp, a person who gets tortured. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a. Uh, yeah, you know, full champ is a uh, bruce campbell them hitting him and uh i'm i'm with my best case scenario i kind of want to see that too a character who has to go through the ringer mm-hmm. they did it to the the in the remake they did it to the main character they put her right through the ringer right and uh, i just remember the scene of blood shooting on her like i think it rains blood while also she's chainsawing arm off and it's shooting all over her. I yeah. remember being insane. <laughs> I, I have to watch that remake again because I remember loving it. We actually saw, with Bruce Campbell, we saw that movie. That's right. You, we were in a movie theater. We uh, It was supposed to be an April Fool's Day joke. And uh, it was actually, they told us that we were going to watch part two with Bruce Campbell. And when we got there, it, it was very apparent to us we were actually going to watch the new one with Bruce yes. Campbell. And the, it was supposed to be an April Fool's Day joke, which I don't know if Bruce Campbell was aware. And I think he was pretty pissed off about it. Really? But we we got to go. We got selected as in a group of people that could bring friends. And we brought two of our friends that they didn't know. We were, yeah, were going to you know, watch a horror movie with us.
0: We knew something was up when they took our cell phones away. They
2: took our cell phones. Yeah. It was pretty apparent what was yeah, about to something happen. Something
0: was up and up. But I did not expect that. Like I was like hmm, well, something's up. Like, maybe they don't want us to record Bruce talking. I don't know. It was weird.
2: Well, they didn't want us to do record any of the movie.
0: Right, or... but we didn't know we were watching the new movie at the yeah. time. It was just a little weird.
2: I knew it right off the bat. I was like, oh, we're seeing the new movie. There's no doubt. And I hope that was what was going to happen. We actually got to see it. And I don't think Bruce Campbell was aware that it was going, was a trick on the audience. And I, don't, I remember the Q&A being really bad. And I remember him being kind of pissed off.
0: I don't remember that at all. I remember I just, having a good time.
2: Oh, we had a great time because we got to see it, but we didn't get to sit around and watch part two.
0: Right. it was so late. Because it, it's down in Miami. I yeah. remember that. And we had to drive back to, the you know. Yeah. So it was far.
2: It was far for us.
0: Yeah, very, very far.
2: But uh, yeah, that was cool. And uh, I, I, hope, uh, I hope, I hope, I really enjoyed that movie. And I, I want to watch it again. But uh, I hope this movie is in the long of the lines of that. I, I don't want it to be. You know, a lot of people just kind of remember a movie and they hold a deer, like Bruce Campbell. They just want everything to be the same.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm I'm okay with moving on and being like a creepy horror movie.
0: That's what I want.
2: Yeah, and, and my best case scenario is uh, the kids die.
0: Okay, well, that's what I said. <laughs> I didn't want anybody to walk out on skates. I want someone <laughs> to, you know, maybe if one or two survive, okay, fine. But there has to be some kind of like, this is just not going to be a, a fairy tale story. This is going to be, you know the deadites are coming and <laughs> they're going to take over yeah. and something, you know, has to, has to happen. Like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of kids involved in this. I that's thought, a, that's so. the thing.
2: I'm, it goes into my worst case scenario is when I saw kids, I automatically was, I was like scared. I'm like, Oh man, kids. This franchise has not had kids yet. As far as I know, there's been kids in the uh, television show, but that, that show did not give a crap. They kill everybody. Mm-hmm. No one, Everybody was getting tortured in that show. It was insane. But it was also really on the side of comic, like comedy, con, like yeah. comedic tone oh, in a well, black yeah. comedic tone type of thing. You, you can't know, the black do it comedy. without
0: like, you know, I mean, Bruce Campbell, he, he just exudes that.
2: Yeah. And like,
0: it's, you know,
2: they worked hard on trying to balance it between him being that way and the rest of the world, but also going full gore and horror with the cheese and, and, I don't want that here. I kind of... When I saw kids, I was like, ah, shit. When you have kids in a movie, it's all about v- protecting them and, and not being able to do fun stuff. They kind of get hold, you know, like held back. Mm-hmm. And since this is a gory film franchise and some of the suggested things in the preview, I kind of want to see it go full on. But I have a feeling... And I guess I'm in the worst-case scenario now because... I, there's a couple things in the trailer that automatically kind of turned me off and got me worried. One was heavy CG stuff. I, I, what my favorite thing about the Evil Dead franchise has been Possession is done differently here. Mm-hmm. In this, the the Deadites are full on demons. And so mm-hmm. they are having fun and they're doing that laugh, which I enjoy because it's creepy and it's, it's off-putting. And uh, I like that they use themselves to trick people and to torture them and i think that like they're really playful demon type characters that are also demonic is all hell and when i see these you know like these possession movies these days it's so cg heavy it's so like a person bending around and going up on the ceiling and screaming and when i saw the character do that in the trailer for this i go i went ah shit all I can hear is um, Captain Howdy from The Exorcist say, "Well, that's a vulgar display of power." <laughs> and that's all I can hear in my in my mind, and yeah, I, I don't like is. that CG demon stuff. And when she, I think she comes out of a bathtub, which sucks because there's a line where she says, "Mommy's with the maggots now." Mm-hmm. In the trailer, fantastic. I love that line. It is so creepy to hear your seeing your mother say,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and she's so sickly looking. But when she jumps up on the ceiling and bends and then screams, I was like, ah, shit. That yeah. doesn't feel Deadite. That feels New Wave Possession movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I I don't like that very much. And also, kids, it seems like two things that are automatically scaring me off. But so many other things happen in this trailer. First off, I love the trailer. It uses that song in a creepy way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, that's great. And also, uh, there is some what looks like some gore setups that if they have the balls to do it, it could be incredible to watch. So that my best case scenario is that the gore is so much fun and the creepy vibe is so much fun that it has, has me just sitting there with my mouth open. And at the end, I just feel like I had a great time. That's all I want. I don't really, I don't ask for much with these type of movies, you know? Uh, but my worst-case scenario is those things hold it down. The CG, the non-practical effects, which is the Evil Dead franchise. I think uh, Astros of the Evil Dead heavily relied on CG. And it, a lot of the time, it was—it kind of made me feel out of
0: it. It was more bit. modern. That's why. Yeah. And also, that's why I'm worried here. So my, my worst-case scenario would be the CG-heavy also. Yeah. I love the practical effects. That's I'm tired of part. the... The neck cricking thing, you know, and the arm bending thing, and arm snapping thing, like we've already seen it. I want to do. I want. I want to see something else. I want to just see like uh, skin crawly, practical effects.
2: Yeah, it's this. Uh, I love American horror, and I feel like American horror has gone the route of J horror, Japanese horror movies, Mm -hmm. and like you said, all that cracking, all that hair stuff, all that is from them and we have embraced that way too heavily so i'm kind of like less of that more american horror which i love Mm -hmm. and i don't know i think we keep embracing other um areas of you know the world where horror is coming out of oh
0: korea is killing it
2: korea but that's the problem is like yeah, they're, they're killing it they're doing interesting new things yeah.
0: they gave us train to boost on that movie's freaking uh, yeah rocked. I mean rocks
2: they kind of revitalize zombies for me a, a, a lot mm-hmm. uh, yeah definitely uh, whereas uh jhar has constantly done ghosts and and that's where we get a lot of things so I, a lot of these ghosts have become these zombies now and these possessions and it's gotten so out of control that it, it makes me a little worried but yeah I'm hoping for the best I really am I I'm I'm Really, really looking forward to this movie.
0: I am too. so. <laughs>
2: although I have all these like real worries, they can be done bad. I really have these high hopes for this one, it's, which is rare for me. I never get my hopes up and usually lets me down. But
0: yeah, I know that's the thing. So when I first saw the trailer, I was so excited, and my hopes have been up since I mean, we've seen this trailer 900 times because we go to the movies a lot. Yeah, but um, every time I see it, I get more excited. I just hope that, see, the worst case scenario for me is always going to be the same. That I walk out with like a frowny face, you know? Like everything that I thought the movie was going to be is not. Yeah. And um. Yeah. worst case scenario here, I, I don't want all that CG crap. I don't want, you know, the blood to be like, you know, splurting out. Like you could just tell it's computer generated. I, I want yes. real looking... They can do it, you know. I hate CG We've seen gore, it done. Yeah. I hate CG gore too. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I got. I mean, I'm going in with a really positive attitude.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, well, I, I I'm hoping for the best. What do you
2: think? Final final thoughts on review? Like, what do you think your score is going to be out of ten?
0: I don't want to be completely transparent and say six because I've I always land on six. I have a feeling I'm going to land on a seven. Yeah, I, I think I am going to this right time. Right now,
2: my, my feeling is that I'm going to come out with a seven. But you know me. I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be a six.
0: Because I don't want to sit there and overanalyze all the issues with it. I just want to have like a decent time. Yeah. I love seeing horror movies in the theater. Love it. The big screen, I love it. And so I'm going in super happy about it. And I'm, I, I, I think I'm going to come out with a seven. I hope so. I hope it's Creep Factor 11. If it's Creep Factor 11, there's good practical, you know, gore. Even if they do throw in some CG in there from time to time, okay. But just make it look, you know, like it. it's it's something real. You yeah. know, make it look practical if you can. And, um, and I, I'm hoping, and also we didn't talk about the cast, I don't know any of these people. Yeah,
2: me neither, which I really so like.
0: That's what I love going into a horror movie where you don't have a huge A-lister, you know, running the show. And it's just unknowns, relatively unknowns. Yeah. Thanks
2: for bringing that up. Yeah, because uh, that goes with, I think we might have talked in a few episodes before, but uh, a lot of um, companies now, a lot of production companies, a lot of uh, these big companies, they're all constantly, I think they're starting to finally learn after way too long, make a cheaper horror movie, make a cheaper movie, Mm -hmm. smart, and you can make money back. And right. it, without having big names, I think you're saving a lot of money on the movie and also having a small location.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: those are the kind of the better movies. Like, do it low budget, make money back. And they're all starting to learn a little bit about that because it's a gamble. But horror is usually really, really smart to make money off of these days. But people always want to go see them. And uh, it brings crowds and people talk about it. So, Although I have a, a fear that no one's going to see this one, which is weird.
0: I I don't think so. Also, um, since you brought up budget, this is only a twelve million dollars movie. See, so think about it. It 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 works a lot of the time when you have a bunch of unknowns in a in a you know thrown in here, and the director is is working. See, when you have a twelve million dollars budget, you can't jam pack it with CG because CG is expensive. So that's why I'm hoping for the best. You know, I'm I'm thinking that this is going to be pretty practical as far as practical can can go for the director all right yeah yeah. so i that's what i think and let's go see it yeah we're going to see it (laughs)
2: let's go
0: when i was just a little
1: girl i asked my mother what is this danny i found it what will i be Here's what she said to me.
0: Open up now. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old kiss from you won't fix.
1: I promise. You'd be a good mom someday, honey, Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know how to lie to kids. <laughs> <laughs> with the maggots
2: now. What will be, will be and we're back. we just saw evil dead rise hey hon
0: hey how you feeling I'm feeling good <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first this time
2: well let's just uh let's do a little talky talk here and say. First impression coming out of the theater, because this is the first moment we're coming right out of the theater. We haven't talked about it at all. So what's your first thought?
0: I want you to go first. You always tell me to go first. I want you to go first.
2: I mean, first thought coming out of the theater is, wow. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's my first thought. What's your first thought?
0: My first thought was, holy shit.
2: All right, so let's let's go into let's start with negatives and we'll go into positives before final like review.
0: Okay, you also go first on
2: the So it's just like with negatives cuz I always think that negatives are the easiest thing to point out on film, you know. Um right off the bat I would say it's very notable that this was probably filmed in another country and I would guess Australia. I'm not sure, but I think half the actors were probably Australian or British. And I heard accents slipping a lot on some of the characters, especially the little girl.
0: Wow, I, I didn't pick up on that.
2: Uh, so much so that I could not tell what they were calling their aunt character, which is the main character.
0: Okay, I believe her name was Beth.
2: I could not understand sometimes. They would kept calling her, I think, Auntie Beth. Yes. But it Antibeth. It sounded so hard. Sometimes I thought they were saying honey bear or honey blue. And I was like, What are they saying? And I was like, Okay, this cast is definitely foreign. Okay. I'm like, these are definitely people trying to do American accents and I was like, Why why? They don't need to. This could be shot in a different place. Uh, that's just right off the bat, I could tell that this was...
0: And you look at that as one of the negatives.
2: Well, I would say that you, when the actors are breaking character a little bit, like, you know, they're supposed to be in L.A., they uh, specifically say, one character says they just came in from an uh, L.A.X. Mm-hmm. So we definitely know that they're supposed to be in America. And. Well, yes. And, I, I mean, it's not specifically... It doesn't have to be America, that's why I'm a little surprised that they had actors who had accents trying to be American. So okay. I, I definitely noticed it and I definitely noticed every character was definitely not American. Um, and, and that's fine. I could care less. I just don't know why they necessarily had to do that or why they had to get people specifically, you know, trying to be. No accents, you know, I'm trying to have no accents, okay, especially when they were slipping so much. I mean, a couple times. Um, I don't know also if it was our theater that was extremely dark in the setting of the film itself, or if the movie itself was literally shot in com- like very, very dark tones. I don't remember the trailers being dark in our theater, so I was wondering if the movie was just a little too dark, which I, I it definitely sets the tone. Mm-hmm. But it could be a little distracting. I don't know if did you have any of these. I, I did so far? feel
0: I did feel that um, the tone was very dark, and sometimes I had trouble, you know, seeing what was, you know, what was going on on the screen because it was very it was it was very dark, um, gothic kind of tone. Like the building and everything yeah. inside the, the apartment was just very very dark. Um, but you, um, just to go back a little bit, you are correct in the country of origin so it's new zealand the u.s and ireland really yes so yeah it says filming locations auckland new zealand
2: okay yeah i can definitely tell
0: okay so yeah it's definitely from a different okay but yes i did i did notice i did notice that the um the tone was very dark and i don't think it's our theater i think it was just the movie
2: well, I, it was a, maybe a tad too dark to see a little specifics. That's why I was thinking, I, I don't know if this is the movie. It might have been our theater.
1: Okay. But
2: uh, I don't. I just wanted to bring up that's our theater experience, but I noticed it was very, it was really dark. I know it's supposed to be, I think a, a power outage happens. Mm-hmm. And so it's supposed to be dark and, and gloomy and it works for that tone. But I just noticed that it might have been a tad too much. Yeah, but, I get that. Not too distracting, but uh, it, it just... I, h- I had to point it out, since we're doing negatives. Okay. I'm, um, like, slowly going into positives for me, but still, like, a little bit of a negative. The movie was... I was up on high throughout this movie, and I will say that what I kind of guessed was that the movie would end in maybe a little bit of a... Uh, Like a finale problem, which I think a lot of horror movies have. They have this uh, great structure, big ideas. And then at the end, they're kind of like, how do we finish this? And I I definitely think that the movie has a problem with the ending a little bit. It is a little more anticlimactic, you know, like.
0: Anticlimactic?
2: Yeah, it's a little bit. I don't know how to say enough, but. It has definitely had a problem at the end where it's not as amazing as the the whole movie getting there is, mm-hmm. and I would say that it it does uh, end up in a CG kind of mess it with does. with a thing that it does a little bit. Could, I was I would there was a moment in my brain where I was like, "Holy shit, we're gonna go full prosthetics with some crazy thing," and uh, it didn't, and I thought that was a little damn. Okay. Damn, you just missed it there. You know what I mean? Hmm. But yeah, uh do you want is there any negatives that you can add to this?
0: Um I would say that there's um a, there's a cliche in this film that most horror movies kind of have where you have a low budget and you seem to just toss some random characters in that you know don't really have any earthly business being in the movie and then they kind of just show up and you're just like okay well where'd that guy come from um i think this movie kind of had that a little bit um Hmm. some residents of the building um like we only saw two but then like more show up. I, I don't recall seeing these other people. Maybe I missed something because I was looking to the right, but I should have been looking to the left. I'm
2: guessing you're talking about the two kids? Yeah, the two
0: kids. Where did they come they from? They knocked
2: on the door and invited her over to see these Freddy movies
0: with them. That's right. Okay, thank Which you. Which I actually thought the, was very funny. There's two kids that live there. You're yeah, right. The, okay, I forgot about that. Okay, well then, absolutely, I can't... I mean, you covered the negatives. I mean, I wouldn't even go as far as to say that the accents slipping was a negative for me because I didn't catch it. So wow, I didn't catch it little, at all. The
2: little girl was having a hard time.
0: No, I noticed that um, she was... her When she was talking, she was trying a little too hard with her mouth. You know, like just um, enunciating to a little too much. But I didn't think anything of that. I just thought she was a kid, you know? She, trying, she was a kid actor she's trying to get her lines right, you yeah. know? I didn't think anything of it. But... The dark tones, I can get past that because it's a creepy movie. So I don't really have the kind of negatives that you see, really.
2: I thought the, the two, there was, um, there's three main kids. Uh, I wouldn't say kids, two of them are almost teenagers. They One child and then like two teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I right off the bat I saw, I was like, oh, this is definitely... Um, like, I was gonna say New Zealand Australian, pretending to be American because uh, the haircuts mm-hmm. and the what they were into, I was instantly like, oh, these are definitely kids from Australia, or New Zealand.
0: Okay, well, I can tell you that the main <laughs> the main woman is from Australia. Oh, so. uh,
2: absolutely. And there was a couple of slips on both of them, and they also have a feature. Both have Australian features. I don't know if that's if that's weird. Well, I thought the one it,
0: the boy the boy in this the main kid um, his name is uh, Caleb. He is it Caleb? No, not what? Caleb. Yeah, I'm not sure. Which um, one? The the, the DJ. The uh, Danny. Danny. His name is Danny in the movie. He looked like Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> he has. Like, I mean, the it doesn't look like hair. Justin Bieber. But he looked like Justin Bieber.
2: <laughs> he he had a certain look, and he was into things and I kept thinking oh these these are this is a strange choice to make this American but you know what all I kept thinking was this is how they cut the budget because well, they got if you film out of America America is very expensive to film in so yeah. you can film in other countries and and really really save a lot of money and and that's fine it, that's a small thing it really didn't matter when so much interesting stuff was happening mm-hmm. but I just wanted to point out some of these slow Small things that were I was definitely picking up
0: on. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. Um, I don't really find, any I can't really come to uh, like any negatives right off my the top of my head. Yeah,
2: and that's why I wanted to start with negatives. Okay. Because I figured you were going to have a harder time than me, because I definitely watch these movies and I try to, to find the little things that
0: you go in with a fine tooth comb.
2: I I really do. I I really do. I think do. about I, it
0: later. I have to.
2: Yeah, you know? and that's why I always laugh that. When we do before and after is we come right out of the movie and we're talking about it mm-hmm. right before. And I always say that we need that second day to let it sit. Yeah. Uh, since we do it right after, I try my hardest to find reasons to talk about things and why my scores might be what they are. But, yeah, so let's do what you really want to do. Let's get into positives now. And, you know, sometimes it's probably better to start with the positives. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: So right off the bat... This movie, especially for a straight hour, well, I would say that the opening, I guess I should have, You automatically the movie begins with like three characters, or two and another character, and right off the bat, there are these terrible, stereotypical teenage characters mm-hmm. They're just like douchebag, there's like one douchebag, and right when I saw him, I was worried. Because I was like, oh, fuck. I, I hope the movie's not like this the whole time. And then it got really interesting with the other character going back into the the cabin or whatever. And then it also begins with one of the best title card openings ever.
0: It really does. That title card is amazing. That title amazing. card
2: rocked. Um, it, especially since the opening credits are a little cheesy. It's like a joke. But they do it and then they basically say, Enough with that, mm-hmm. and then they do their title card, and it's like something new, mm-hmm. which I loved. It's kind of like uh here's the old, a little cheesy, and here's the new mm-hmm. and it it was great that opening title card is fantastic, the shot is fantastic, and uh it sets the tone really well going forward because that next hour is pretty damn good. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty damn good. It it kind of gives you everything you kind of want from a movie like this. Uh, the characters are instantly interesting, and the setup for how things happen, or where why it's happening, which I was very close. I'm gonna say anyway before I was very close on what I thought this plot might be. I didn't guess what I what happened, and I really really liked it. Uh, how the the plot starts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, this is really interesting." Uh, yeah. Do you want to add anything to so far to this?
0: Oh, I can just unleash, but I'll wait for you to be done.
2: <laughs> well, no, I I don't want to run through the whole movie and my whole thought. I want to share it with you. Oh, so we're talking about the how the movie starts, how it sets up.
0: Yeah. So the the beginning of the movie was kind of a a shock to me because I didn't expect it to. Um. Open like that for some reason, like it just like honestly, we didn't have any there was not one second of downtime it It just went right into the situation it if we we didn't get to know these people, kind of just like boom, this is a, this is where we are. this is it. like there is no time to sit look at these people, and even care because it just literally went right into the story,
2: yeah, that opening, I want to point out real fast the opening of the movie is mocking the last remake, yeah. In a, te- in a sense, because what they kind of are saying is the plot of the last one. Which I thought was really interesting. And they, I think they were basically saying, like, the old. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying, and the old and the new. And getting right into the new.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which, good on them. But I kind of like the, the the other remake as well. I think maybe just as much as I like this movie. Which, you know, that's interesting. But yeah, it does set up and jump right into basically like locking oh, yeah. like some you, of that stuff.
0: You just don't have time to blink, and you know. And then um, it's crazy because the, these characters that I found, um, I, I actually really found them likable. The you know the main the main characters. Never seen any of these actors before, and um, and the woman who played the mom. Who you could see in the trailers, you know. Yeah, you can Dead see I,
2: why they used all of it, because all her stuff is, is amazing. Yeah,
0: she is beautiful, number one, I think. Um, so when she gets gross, and it it's weird, but she... I mean, you might think I'm nuts, but, like, she looks creepily beautiful. It's weird. She's all <laughs> fucked up looking. I wouldn't go that looking, far, but, but she's like,
2: definitely attractive. And
0: like She's looking like a, a real, like, a movie monster. It's great. It's, yeah,
2: her pro, her downfall or rot is...
0: It's, it's wonderful. It is something to look at. She's just her, like her facial expressions. I mean, I thought that was great. I thought the cast was fantastic. I thought, um, the kids were great. And usually in movies like this, the kids get on my nerves. I don't really like kids in horror movies. I have a problem with it. Unless you're Damien. That kid's a motherfucker. <laughs> He's awesome. But, oh, and uh, Miko Hughes. Boop. But, uh, anyway, they could stay. Um, but, um, these kids are not getting on my nerves i was pretty happy with them and i thought the directing was amazing i thought it was great directing
2: yeah i, I mean i guess a part of the negatives would be for me was that the characters reactions mm-hmm. to things that were happening around them were a little too subtle and i think that they definitely have that problem where they have to make sure they don't like hammer it because a lot of people don't like screaming kids and freaking out kids a lot of times, it get, that's a stereotype in itself, that every kid is going to just scream uncontrollably. But I think that people are, especially in this situation, be a little more reactive. And I think they, they toned it down a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps, but also might be a little too toned down in, in reactions. Because sometimes you're like, they're not reacting at all. Yeah, this.
0: I do understand what you're saying. Because um, things happen in this movie where their mother literally turns into... A zombie, pretty much. Uh, not um, even that. Like a, a, a freaking full full-on exorcist. demon. Yeah. Um, you know, but they don't know. They're looking at her. She looks like a zombie. Oh. She's like, eh. Yeah, you know, she's doing some nut things. Yeah. Um, and you would think that kids would react way differently. They are, they were pretty calm for the situation. So that I guess you could call that a negative. Um, but overall, the, the I think the kids did a pretty good job. they were. Usually I have a problem with the smaller kids because they just annoy me with the, like you said, the screaming. Then the teenagers, the teenagers are just dummies. You know, they just do dumb things. But, you know, in this yeah, movie. Here I
2: actually understood why they were like the one kid. The reason that things happen, the way that they make the movie happen. I actually completely understand why he would do be doing what he does. And I thought they could have even explored it a little more. To make his, uh, you know, his decisions Mm -hmm. make more sense because I I actually understood because they have like troubles financially, whatever the characters. And so it would be no, uh, what kid wouldn't go, you know, into where they go to. And I I think that's, I think that was well done. I think that was really, really smart. And I instantly was into this writing. I I was, I was instantly, I was like, you know what? This is some really intelligent way of going with this plot. And also trying to add a little bit to the mythology, which the mythology has always been a little confusing. And I think they did a pretty good job of trying to explore it a little more with each page Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and how other things might be happening.
0: I think this is the... um, I, I I can't be too sure, but I think this is the most screen time that the Necronomicon has received. I mean, we've seen... Here and there,
2: I feel like Army of Darkness has to, it's like mm. full on Necronomicon stuff in that Maybe movie. Maybe
0: you're right. right, but I mean this Necronomicon got a lot of screen time. It is entitled to De Manto, roughly translated, Book of the Dead. I mean, I think <laughs> Ash fights it in uh, Army of Darkness. I mean, you're right. <laughs>
1: He does. So but, I mean, yeah, yeah,
2: I, I, yeah, it does have some, and they they did some really neat stuff with it. They made it that uh, spider book from Harry Potter, like it's got teeth.
0: It looks really cool. They do
2: some really interesting it, stuff yeah. with it this time. I thought it was cool. Uh, we, we we could explore how. Well, I have I love when movies, when writers and and uh, creators like directors know how to structure a story where things pay off. This is a big thing with me. I hate when movies don't know how to pay off things properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes uh, like a MacGuffin might just show up. But, you know, they they say that, what is it? uh, If a gun shows up in a a first act, it's going to be back in the last act. This movie does a lot of it and it pays off great. Like just little nods. This is here. That's here. That's going to come back there. This is referenced here. This is going to be there. And I think that's really great. I, I really like set up and payoff, especially smart. Sm- like we don't really even think about it, but it was set up, things that were set up. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was talked about. This was shown. That was like there.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, this does that. And I sometimes I knew when things were going to come back. And other things, I was like, oh, maybe I wonder if they're ever going to pay that off. And there was a one time where they mentioned something that was like, oh yeah i know where that's gonna go <laughs> but it shockingly didn't go where i was expecting it to go further but they definitely like were paying off things really well so that that impresses me and i was happy about that uh, i'm trying to think of all the things because there's plenty i
0: mean there's a lot of really good things i want to just mention really quickly that i really appreciated the gore i
2: yeah. thought
0: the gore was great i yeah. thought it was fantastic they get fucked up and it's not even they're cg i mean but
2: it looks decent it
0: looks decent yeah it looks decent and the stuff that that they did um you know injury wise was like it was skeevy it was made me squirm it made me like yeah. you know and,
2: and it was uh they were doing camera work and uh set up with uh the gore so it wasn't fully like needing to be cg a lot of it was being smart trickery mm-hmm. so that was good i like stuff like that but there is cg there are some scenes that are highly cg mhm uh but it didn't bother me at all really it, it was like
0: i think they did fantastic for this budget
2: yeah there were there were so many like little pay, like set like disturbing like things that they were doing where, where i was pretty shocked there was a couple imagery like things in this movie that i was like holy shit i had never seen that before
0: yeah i think that you and i looked at each other at one point in, in theater we were just like holy shit yeah there's
2: there's a shot in the elevator i was like whoa yeah that's unreal looking yeah um and and i don't i would love to see this is one of those rare movies where i want to see behind the scenes mm-hmm. because i want to know how much this actress is doing
0: yeah the main actress and oh, i want to yeah, know how much of it
2: is st- like a stunt person i want to know how much of it is cg because she is she's doing some really cool acting
0: yeah her she's, name is Alyssa sutherland
2: Yeah, she's going for it. And uh, whoever is doing her, I believe, her overdubbing in certain scenes,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: it sounded great. Like, I can't imagine there was a lot of stuff trickery wise going on. Mm -hmm. But if she was doing even 80% of what was happening on screen, like, wow, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I was pretty shocked by it all. Yeah, so that was that was great. There was definitely some things to be very proud of and very uh, happy as a horror fan with this.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, as a horror fan, this this movie had everything that I want. Yeah. It really did.
2: You know, you brought up the uh, random characters kind of being there. And I actually, I think in a horror movie you need those characters because you want the gore and you want Mm -hmm. the kills and all that kind of stuff. And I actually was mad when I think there's a scene done through a, a front door is like a people like a people yeah and i felt like this could have been better
0: well because you wanted to see what was going on it,
2: it just happened yeah. quick and i was like well that's a shame because you kind of want characters being set up to have moments of these scares mm-hmm and it kind of rushes through some of those characters, but I can understand. I don't know how long this movie was. It wasn't that long, right? It was probably an hour and 35 or something like that.
0: Uh, I have to check, but uh, fun fact, Bruce Campbell did a cameo as the voice of the unnamed priest on the record.
2: <laughs> it had to be one of the background yeah, priests, because yeah. I, I know the main guy had to be someone else. He sounded very familiar to me.
0: Yeah, um, so, yeah, let me just look at the runtime on here. An hour and 37 minutes.
2: Okay, I said 35, so, yeah, yeah. I was very close. Uh. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it never felt boring. It never felt, a, like, a drag. It was just a fun, fun watch.
0: Yeah, it was great. I didn't, I don't think that it dragged at all. Like, I thought it was pretty good. The only thing that I would, I, now I'm thinking about some negatives. It's because you brought up the side characters, you know. I wanted um I wanted to care about them, you know? So like I wanted to just have like five minutes of at least something so that I knew like they're established in this situation and then, you know, it's I, I wanted that whole feeling of we're in it together, you know? Yeah. I can see that. Like in a lot of movies we've seen like quarantine and things like that where they're all in it together. Um I didn't feel that with them. Yeah,
2: that's why I didn't. There's That peephole scene where I thought it was that's eh, a shame because they could have done so much more with this.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I did like that kind of. Um, I don't want to say kaleidoscope. It's not a kaleidoscope, but the the view it's from a the people. F- yeah, fisheye. Um, I like that because it made her look really like scary. Oh, well,
2: when she's talking to the people, it's yeah, awesome.
0: It's terrifying. The
2: scene with her in the talking to her daughter through the people is fantastic yeah you can see why the trailer is doing what it's doing because there are so much there is so much with her that's amazing mm-hmm. that they would be a fool not to use it but i will admit the trailer does give a lot of the greatest moments away mm-hmm. but i don't know how she sells the movie because it's literally just that for an hour and a half
0: mm-hmm. yeah so. but it, it, it's really cool um scenes i can't give away any spoilers but there's really it's it's good gore it's a good time yeah and there's
2: there's great callbacks too there's a you know they know exactly how to call back to the things that we kind of want or the the things that you're really used to with uh the evil dead franchise and they call back and they do those really well mm-hmm. so yeah yeah all right so what's your final verdicts so uh one out of ten
0: I'm kind of torn because
2: I mean I'm out of ten, not one. One out of ten, you know what I mean. (laughs) When we know it's not a one. Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm kind of torn because I really this movie is between a seven and an eight for me. Yeah,
2: I feel like the same.
0: I had this. I had such a great time with this movie. I loved every second of it. I was skeeved out and uh, I, I was in shock with the a lot of the scenes that they actually put out. I mean, I did not expect a lot of that at all. Yeah. And um. I really enjoyed this movie. I guess I'm I'm just going to be leaning towards an 8. I wow, really liked okay. it. I really I, did.
2: I would have been with you if it wasn't for that last half an hour. I get it. That that uh think there's some couple I have a couple things I can't say because yeah. they're spoilers where I know that the plot was like All right, forget about that. We're moving on. And they moved on really quick and they did what they did, which is what I'm calling a CG mess, a CG mess. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: If they would have went practical and they would have went for some crazy practical scares and like a monster, I think it would have been really killer for me. Mm -hmm. It would have been because I was on a high getting to it. Mm -hmm. And I was really enjoying it getting to that moment. And then I thought, now they're struggling for an ending.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And... Even when the movie ends, they go back to something else and that it felt almost unnecessary. But I know they had to do that because it wouldn't have made sense. Right. But it wasn't a great going out moment. So there's a good there's a good problem in that last half an hour where I was like, All right, they're just trying to wrap things up now and they got a lot to do real quick to get us out of here. Yeah. And I felt like that dragged me back to a seven because I was on a high. There was a point where I was like, if this goes darker in this last half, it's an eight.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We were on a high through the whole entire movie, um, but it was just the last couple of minutes that kind of dragged you out.
2: It was a half an hour. It was a good shot. It was a good the end. Like it was just like now we're struggling and you can kind of feel them going through the paces a little
1: bit.
0: Yeah. And I do understand how the director and everything tried to... um, how, how everyone tried to wrap it up, and it was very difficult to do that because yeah, yeah. in a movie like this, you just don't know what the freak to do. Like, okay, so that happened now, yeah. and we need to go somewhere. And I
2: felt like they even painted themselves in a corner a, little, a couple of times. And yeah. there's, also, there's also some things throughout. It's not just this 30 minutes that dragged it down a little bit with the score. Mm-hmm. There are a couple times where people reacted to things in a moment of insanity they would have like a little second where they would say something to each other that was touching mm-hmm. or like a question and i was like yeah this is not something we're gonna be talking about right now when what would just happen it happened
0: well yeah we there agree that the character that. reactions to things were a little bit weak
2: there were some there were some odd placed comments to yeah. each other and, and you know stuff like that it, it it was like okay but like i said i was having a ball and this is a this is a good one
0: see that's why i feel like it's an eight because those things that i feel are very hard to control you know the things that bother us except for the emotions that you know were kind of like out of place that could have been helped they could have done you know could have reacted differently the characters yeah uh,
2: just a little tighter of a you know like a Making because you know, I got a problem with when you have like something that's has so much momentum going on, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of do these moments where they kind of stop the momentum dead in its tracks. Mm -hmm. Those are moments that that kind of breaks the immersion Mm -hmm. that they have set up, you know what I mean? And so, that to me will drag a movie down a little bit, especially a movie like this, where they're not trying to be like, look at all of these, uh, you know, amazing metaphorical shots or or cinematography this is a kind of movie that's like gore we're moving on this is scared scare creepy and they're hitting those moments and i was like this is they really did this is a creepy little film and it's also a gore fest that's fun and and disturbing at times and uh, i enjoyed it you know like so overall it i've seen a lot of good horror movies in my life this is a good seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. So that's the thing. I, I think it's definitely one hundred percent a seven, but because I I just had so much fun with um, the gore and I like the characters that I I'm pushing it, even though I can I, I can overlook the little things that, you know, I, there it just doesn't change the overall experience of the film for me. Okay. You know, I really had a good time. This is great. I okay. liked it. So, so you
2: have a huge recommendation
0: yeah i recommend it a horror fan should go see this everyone should go see it but you know if you're not into the gore you're gonna get gore so i would stay home because this is gore. that's true this is a gory movie this is not something you want to bring your 10 year old to um that i would i mean you know horror fans don't give a fuck they're like we got kids and we got to get a night out we're yeah. taking our kids What a true. That's pretty much everybody. But yeah, that's all I got for you. (laughs) (laughs) Go see this movie. It's rad. Yeah. All
2: right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town.